0: On an empty stomach. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on A Long Walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Every single morning, 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today on the show, what's up, news? What's up? Also, uh, we'll be taking a look at uh, some gambling rings that have been happening around the state of Minnesota. But first, let's take a look at some live dates. If you're going to be up in the St. Cloud area coming up this Saturday, looking forward to it. Silly Beaver Brewing. Beaver Island Brewing 9 p.m's the show. Tickets are almost completely sold out. These shows a- almost always sell out. So listen, I I'm not tooting my own horn being like, "Look at me, selling out a room." These shows always sell out. Doesn't matter who's on the goddamn bill. They always sell out because everybody they get is a fucking banger and they come up and they put on a great show and you guys should be there. So find your tickets rudypovich.com. Also, coming up February 11th, I'll be at St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin. Dallas House, great little venue, awesome place where they got a big Valentine's Day show. They do it every single year. Looking forward to it. The weekend after that will be in Batavia, Illinois. The Comedy Vault, probably my one of my favorite, top, easily my top three clubs in the Midwest. Fucking just outstanding, man. That club is just incredible. Love it so much. And then a few other things that are going to be uh, on the horizon in the next couple of uh, next couple of months that will get you guys all. Caught up for. All right. So listen, uh, we're going to make this uh, quick uh, announcement real short and sweet. I don't really have a ton of details on it right now, but if you guys have been kind of following uh, me on social media, especially over the last, I don't know, maybe day or so, I kind of just been putting out little feelers, just little hints out there that this is going to be this and next week will be the last week that you know. A long walk to Cleveland, as you know it, and we won't be doing the live feeds anymore on weekdays, nine forty-five a.m. Those will all be gone. However, we will be switching it to Monday nights. It'll be a once-a-week show, a little bit of a longer-form show than what you know we're normally doing. Usually, it's you know twenty to twenty-five minutes a pop. We'll be doing more like forty-five to fifty minutes a pop. And I don't know like how many details I can give on why that is, but uh, I'm going to be going back to a corporate job and not a, I would never take a corporate job just to take a corporate job. I would only do something if it was in my wheelhouse and it was exactly what it is that I wanted to do. So if you guys are like, what the fuck, man, all you've been doing for the last year and a half has been hoisting the flag of, you know. Sail your own boat. Paddle your own canoe. Kick yourself off on your own dock. Which I am. Absolutely. And that stuff will still stay. Still going to be doing stand-up. Still going to be out on the road. Still going to be doing, you know, the shit I normally do. Except for it'll just be a little different. Not going to be doing the live hits anymore Monday through Friday at 9.45am. That's all going to be moving. I think what I would like to do is... A Monday night show, 7 p.m. We do it live the same way we've always been doing it. Um, Yeah, but don't worry. Listen, I'll tell you this. You'll still be able to hear me every single day. I can't give out a lot of details, but you'll still be able to hear me every single day. Still be going to be a part of something that's getting pushed out, but just got to do it a little different. And yeah, that's all I... I don't, I don't know. That's all I can really honestly say about it for right now. But anyway, listen, we're going to move past that. We're going to enjoy the next week and a half with everybody's company. We're going to fucking kick it. If you have grievances, treat this shit like Festivus. If there's things you need to talk to me about, if you want to get some shit off your chest, now's the time to do it. Because starting February 6th, that's all gone. <laughs> you better do it now, because if not, Fucking, it's all gone. I don't know what to tell you. It's all gone. Um, yeah, so listen. Uh, there'll be some more information coming out about it soon. Um, but yeah, it's been in the works now for months. Months and months and months and months and months. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to some new challenges, some new things. You know, I'm going to be stepping back from... Uh, I'll be stepping back from a lot of editing. I've basically had to break up with all my clients. There'll be a couple I'll still stay on with. I'll stick around with Adam Carolla as like a graphics guy. I'm not going to be doing his show anymore, um, and just because. I'll st- I'll still produce like all of his like comedy flyers, and I'll produce like some of the smaller stuff for him. But I'm not going to be taking on the daily task of producing his YouTube, the YouTube version of his show, just because it's, you know, it's not that it's a huge task. It's just, it's one more thing that I would, I got to spend my time doing when I could be putting it towards the thing that we're, we're starting to get off the ground. So, yeah. Um, so that'll be gone. I'll do a couple of small things here and there. Like Michael Yo you know, awesome comedian, Michael Yo hit me up yesterday. Was like, Hey, can I still get a couple of, you know, this and that? It's absolutely dude. Absolutely. Like I wouldn't give up everything. So, uh, yeah, so there's a few things I'll still have, like my sticks in the fire. I'll still be, you know, doing stand stand-ups, still be going out and, you know, filming comedians, doing shows, running around town. It's just going to look a little different. And my biggest thing with having to leave this is that, uh, I didn't want to give up a long walk to Cleveland. I said, listen, it it might not be a uh, massive audience that we have. But we have an audience, nonetheless, that is loyal, that comes through every single day. They come to the shows, they buy the merch, they hang, we got a, we have a good rapport, I've built a really big connection with these people, I don't want to lose that. And where I'm going, they were like, yeah, you know what, man, if you can scale it down to one day a week, we don't want you doing the show every day, but if you can do one day a week, and it's not during the time when we need you, then absolutely. And, uh, that was kind of the nail in the coffin. I said, sweet. So I don't have a lot. I can't really give a lot of, like, I feel like a dick about it, but I'm just like, listen, we're trying to like build a little steam here get a little momentum going, you know, trying to like, what you, you want to build a little like a uh, mystery. Like what the hell is going on? Like what's happening, man? A little teaser. Get people excited. Like what's the announcement going to be? So Jewel, still glad you can do the show. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So I'll still do the show. It's just going to be once a week. A little different scooter, I would definitely miss it if it went away completely. Yeah, no, no, no. That's why I don't listen. We've spent, it's a I can't tell you guys how much work it has taken to fucking get this tiny little thing off the ground. And the fact like I go out to comedy shows and there's other comedians that ask like, how'd you do it? How'd you get the the momentum? How'd you get people listening? It's just consistency. Just showing up every single day and doing it and knocking it out and working your ass off and I don't want to lose that. (laughs) <laughs> so if you guys are you know if you guys are down uh Billy my mornings will never be the same but here's the deal Billy you'll still be able to hear me somewhere that's the thing I'm not going away completely but now every single day for an even longer amount of time you will be able to hear me so give me a little bit of time we'll make all the uh, the proper announcements and so the soft start for me is going to be February sixth, and then this new incarnation of whatever it's going to be shall be launching uh, a couple of weeks after that. So, uh, Tara, I'll miss every day, but we'll settle for Monday nights. Yeah, I also feel like Monday nights will also be the a great time because I have no, I never book a show on a Monday. Very seldom, am I ever gone on a Monday anywhere. I'll have time. I think we'll build a bigger audience because I'm not going to be doing it during the day. I kind of was anchored to 9.45 a.m. because I was getting done with the KS95 morning show and then going down the hallway and then starting to do this and getting this off the ground. So by the time, you know, uh, and then I was going out on Monday nights kind of knowing the data and knowing how people look at Instagram and on social media and stuff, they definitely spend a majority of time or at least longer versions of their times on social media later at night. So I'm just kind of hoping that maybe, you know, we get this thing rolling. Scooter, you are a great hype man, Rudy. I Listen, you can't fucking teach that. (laughs) Jesse James Dupree from the... Band Jackal once told me, he said, there's no other greater hype man than me. And I was like, fucking yes, my man. Yes, I agree. That guy, that guy, everywhere that guy would go, he, he wouldn't even introduce himself as Jesse. Hi, what is your name? Hi, I'm Jesse James Dupree from the band Jackal. Everywhere that guy went. Now, I'm not that big of a fucking narcissist. I enjoy a little bit of me every now and again, but I also know when to turn it off. Hell, half the time I go out, I fucking tell people I'm a garbage man. So I don't have to talk about this shit. Ah, Jewel, so mysterious, quite effective on building up the excitement. Yes! See what I mean? It's the buildup. And trust me, this isn't going to be something where like you guys hear it and you go, oh, that was it? Like, this is, trust me, it's, it's, it's good. It's moving in the right direction. You know, there's a few names attached to this thing that uh, you're definitely going to be aware of. So, yeah. Danielle, love the buildup. Can't wait to hear about your new adventures. But like everyone, I'll miss the show in the morning. Well you'll still be, listen, you'll still be able to come over and find this new place every single morning. And I really hope you guys do because I'm really excited about what we're going to be doing and the people that are involved with it. So other than that, I can't give out a ton of details because I haven't even had a, I just literally got done like taking the, like accepting the offer and signing all the paperwork. And we just haven't gotten to that part yet, but Part of this thing has already been in the newspaper, and I didn't want this next incarnation of whatever this new thing is to make it to the newspaper with my name attached to it, and then my listeners don't get a chance to hear it come from me. Because that would suck. Because the people who listen to this thing every single day, I would feel fucking terrible if you—it's like your sister is pregnant, but you read about it on Facebook. What the fuck, man? Like, you don't tell me first— I feel like a big of a connection with you guys that I would I would feel awful if this hit the news and then you read about it, you know? And then I got to come to you be like, yeah, it's totally true. Fuck that. We're family. We love each other. I'm so grateful for you guys. Why would I not give you this information before everybody else? Fuck the papers. Fuck the news. And in fact, I'm going to tell you right now, fuck the news. You guys want to know why? Because God damn it, did we talk about this the other day? My friend Randall Reed, very funny comic. I ran into him last night at Acme Comedy Company. Very funny guy. On Friday night, on stage, Laugh Camp, downtown St. Paul, had a banana throwing at him while on stage. Randall is a black comedian. What the fuck? We, brought, we talked about this on Monday. Figuring it might be newsworthy. I wake up this morning and this is what I read. Now remember, this made the news. This article I'm about to fucking read made the news. Police had to intervene after a shouting match ensued when a sister-in-law ate a woman's Hawaiian pizza. Are you fucking kidding me? That makes the news? A woman expecting her first child says she was left in tears after her sister-in-law ate the pineapple pizza she had been craving and refused to replace it. According to this 35-year-old woman, she was now pregnant uh, after five years of trying, and now 25 weeks along, the pregnancy cravings have kicked in. She ordered the pizza from Papa John's, took a nap, woke up to find the pepper or the uh, pineapple pizza completely fucking gone. Sister-in-law would not replace. Shouting match ensued after an intervention by the cops, and then the husbands or the woman's husband, calming her down. That's the goddamn story. Are you fucking kidding me? Really, news? I come to you and go, hey, there was a black comic on stage Friday night who had a banana throwing at him. And you guys went, eh. But you covered a story about people arguing about fucking pizza. This is why you have no credibility. Did the banana have to have COVID? Did it have to be a super spreader banana for you fuckers to cover it? Go fuck yourselves. Oh, I was so angry when I saw this. You will cover this story, but you will not cover the fact that an egregious act has happened. Listen, comedians have been under attack for the last, like, year and a half, two years, man. In fact... Everybody thought this shit was going to calm down after Will Smith got up and smacked Chris Rock and we went, whoa, fucking, maybe we got to calm down a little bit. Fuck that. My friend Sandy had a fucking dildo throwing at him. I shared the video of a comic having a dildo throwing at him. Now Randall gets a goddamn banana throwing at him and you guys don't, when I bring it up to you, you go, eh. And you cover a story about a woman and her pineapple pizza. I'm so done with you media. I'm so done. God damn it. None of you guys? Ah, Angering. So angering. You fuckers wouldn't cover it. But you cover a story about pineapple pizza. If you guys want to know why everybody gets angry about the news... If you guys want to know what immediately, here's one of the things that I learned. And listen, I'm not a big fake news guy. I'm not a guy who's like, oh, the media lies to you. But they do kind of make it up a little bit as they go. You have to admit, they kind of make it up a little bit as they go. Because... Maxim Magazine. You guys might remember there was a little tiny magazine called Maxim Magazine. And in Maxim Magazine, La Crosse, Wisconsin, while I lived there, was having a little bit of a, I don't know what you'd want to call it, uh, a reoccurring situation where men between the ages of 19 and 23 were drowning in the river. They'd go out drinking in lacrosse wisconsin and two blocks away is the mississippi river and then they would end up drowning and everyone was like there's a serial killer on the loose i don't know maybe these kids are just getting five dollars all you can drink wristbands getting completely shit-faced and floating down the goddamn mississippi maybe that's happening maxim magazine came to town and they covered the story and in the story they said lacrosse wisconsin or known to known to local residents as Little Las Vegas. I lived in Wisconsin, La Crosse, Wisconsin for eight years. I've never heard anyone call it Little Las Vegas. Are you fucking kidding me, Little Las Vegas? When and where did you guys make up this shit? And the second I read that I was like, there's, there's something to float with the news. Not saying they make up everything, but I'm just saying sometimes they gotta fill the gaps. As personalities, do we do that too? Absolutely. I've, I live by the motto, don't let the truth stand in the way of a good story. But if you are a journalist and your job, it's one thing when I do it, that is my job. As an entertainer, it is my job to embellish a little bit. Make things, blow things up just a little bit. Be truthful, but blow things up just a little bit. When you are a journalist and you take things like this and then add your own little spins or try to hype it up a little bit more or slant it one way or the other, that's where you start losing credibility. I do the joke on stage about working at a radio station and I'm like, listen, we were fake news before there was fake news. We just make everything up, all of it, it doesn't matter what it is. You just make it up. You need to fill 30 seconds, make up some shit, it doesn't matter. Holy shit, did you guys see that Ed Sheeran was, a uh, you know, put fucking Bigfoot in a figure four leg lock? Yeah, it's all over the news. You guys should check it out. Yeah, the other fake news that's lying to you as well. You guys didn't see? Got into a tussle with a Yeti. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Just make it up. You just gotta fill time. Just make it up. That was the thing that drove me nuts, man. So anyways, so when I saw the fact that I had contacted a news outlet and was like, Hey, by the way, this thing happened on Friday night, right in your backyard, right down the street. You fuckers cover the cat show. You guys literally send out news report. You guys send out news crews <laughs> in May to go cover the St. Paul cat show at the River Center. Three blocks down from there, a black comedian had a banana throwing at him, and you guys just fucking shove it under the rug? Go fuck yourselves. Hey, hey, I love when you made up traffic reports. Oh, yeah. We're bringing back road of the day, by the way. I'll tell you that. Because that was the thing. Here's here, I'll tell you this right now. When I, saw this, when I saw that this morning, I've been waiting two days for the news to contact me. And it's not even just like... Uh, just a news source. This is a friend who is a producer of mine. I'm like, hey, by the way, man, this literally happened down the street. He, the guy who it happened to is a good friend of mine. I can get you an interview. I can We can talk about this. The fact that we are in a, a, the hotbed of race relations and you guys just poo-poo it? You don't even have an opportunity to take a look at it? What is your problem? That You cover a story about a woman with a pineapple pizza... But when something like this, where it actually has, like, a depth and feeling, and you can get a side of it from a person who had this happen to him, what the fuck, man? For anybody who's joining the Instagram Live, if you, if you didn't hear, on Monday we talked about this, a, comed, a, common, a comedic friend of mine on stage, black comic, Randall Reed, had a banana thrown at him. I contact the news, and I'm like, you guys might want to think about, you, like I said, you guys cover the cat show. <laughs> This is a little bit bigger news than the cat show. Christ. Just, if anything, put it on your website. At least do the story. No, just blow right past it. But I got to read about a woman with a pineapple pizza. Jesus. Hey, what's up, Jason Fisher? What's going on, bud? Nice to see you on the Instagram. AA, hey, hey, I love when you uh, made up the traffic reports. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you. Yeah, the fake news. So silly. Fake news. It's all fake news. Fake news. Fake news. What the hell? Rude, says Shelly. Um, are you talking about, oh, yeah, finding out things about Facebook? Finding out big things? Yeah, because that stuff sucks. That's why I'm telling you. Um, I wanted you guys to hear it first. So, anyway. uh, Yeah. That was my big, uh, that was my get out of bed this morning. Because sometimes I wake up and I just kind of scroll Facebook and Instagram for a few minutes before I, you know, get up and throw the Crocs on. And when I saw that this morning, that. The same news outlet that I had contacted about, hey, you guys should cover this story. Covered a story about a woman with a pineapple pizza. I was like, I'm so done with you idiots. One story that did actually get covered, and I couldn't believe this when I read it. uh, This morning, just coming out, two brothers investigated in a TikTok gambling scheme. Everybody's finding a way to make a buck. A little bit of me is kind of going, what the... I'm sorry, I'm having a problem with my computer here and I can't scroll down to get the rest of the story. Anyways, investigators in Minnesota are looking into allegations. Two men have been running a TikTok gambling scheme in the state's casinos. Court filings this week indicated that blah, 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 and a Dynaman and his younger brother have been collecting fees for playing slots on behalf of others watching TikTok. Who would have ever thought that this could be a money-making venture? State Lobber hip is placing bets on behalf of somebody else. No one has been charged so far. Search warrant affidavit alleged the man used a cash app to collect the initial five ninety-nine dollars subscription fee as well as $25 for every $100 deposited for wagering. He would then stream live, which at this point I can't sh- freaking scroll down for some reason. But as I read it, the guy has like 165,000 followers on TikTok. His TikTok videos include him hitting jackpots of over $15,000 in giant wads of cash. I love stories like this because sometimes I'll like send this to my mom and then my mom will go. I just made, I got to start rethinking things. (sighs) Can't believe I've been going to work all this time like a sucker. (laughs) (laughs) It's always my favorite. Just because somebody else all of a sudden like hit it rich, flipping houses. Huh? well, look at us, just going to work like a bunch of suckers every day. Look at us, how dumb are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I guess the uh, the part of me that that when I hear stories like this, like when you watch Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio, and they were like, the government was like, oh, by the way, this guy is super good at what he does. Let's turn him and put him on our side. Why don't they take these kids and bring him into the bureau? And maybe we can make a little, uh, you know, maybe we can make a Mark Wahlberg movie out of it or something. I'm just saying that it's, this sounds like a thing where if these kids were smart enough to start running a scheme like this, wouldn't they be smart enough if you could turn them to be like, hey, by the way, we'll keep you guys out of prison if you guys decide to come and join us? Criminals are not dumb. They are lazy, though. You have to admit, they're not dumb, but they are lazy. Criminals get super lazy. You have guys like this that can figure out schemes on how to make, you know, tens of, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars. Why not bring them onto the good side? Figure out a way that you can either help these kids, help the government find other people that are. And also, maybe there's a part of me that just goes, why are we, why do we care? These kids have figured out a way to make a couple of bucks. Let them enjoy making a few bucks. They're not, I mean, I, you can't place a bet on behalf of somebody else. Okay, I get that. So, take, how about the state of Minnesota, take your cut from whatever that is, and let's keep these two kids out of prison, make them into earners, and, I don't know, figure out a way that we can start using them for their skills instead of just automatically throwing them in the slammer. These guys sound like they know how to make a buck or two. Let's pick their brains and figure out how it is that we can try to get goddamn gas prices or mortgage prices down. Because I don't know if you guys have noticed, Jesus Christ, the property taxes in this fucking state are going through the goddamn roof. Anyways, old man yelling at a cloud. So, all right, uh, I'm going to split. I got some work I got to go get done. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much uh, for everybody who was here for the live feed, if you didn't catch it out, if you didn't hear about it right away, this week and next week will be the last week of a long walk to Cleveland In this incarnation, this will be it. Something new is coming down the pike. We'll give you more details about it soon. Just trying to build a little bit of hype behind it. That'll all be done starting February 6th. That'll be no more. And then Monday nights. I believe 6 or 7 p.m. haven't decided on the time yet, but 6 or 7 p.m. Monday nights is when we're going to move this show a long Walk to Cleveland. It'll be once a week. It'll be just a little bit of a longer episode. So you guys can get a little bit of, uh, you know, what's been happening. And like I said, uh, I don't want to lose any of this. I don't want, we got a good thing going on. You and me. Let's keep it that way. Cool? All right. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And every single uh, day, you can find this live on Instagram this week and next week at 9.45 a.m. Scooter, my vote is 7. All right. Good to know. I'm taking everybody's input. 7 p.m. feels like a good time. Gives people a chance to eat some dinner. Get the kids situated, pour a glass of wine, Monday nights, we'll come back, we'll do it. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. And always love it when you take a long walk to Cleveland.